Hello and welcome to another episode of the Sports Ethos DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Keith Cork. And did you miss us, guys? I'm sure you did. You didn't have all those fancy DFS plays. I actually did really well today, so I wish I would have uh, popped a show on yesterday. But we're back. We're back. And uh, if you're wondering why there wasn't a show for a few days, we're actually looking for some people here uh, to hop on this podcast and do it for us. So if you are in the market and looking for a chance for you to go ahead and share your DFS knowledge and uh, get in with Sports Ethos. It's a, it's a really great place to work and uh, and meet people. Uh, give me a shout out. Reach, reach out to me on Twitter, at BSBPKeith. Reach out to me at, at BSBPKeith on Twitter. And let's get you on the show, man. Let's uh, let's get you talking. Let's get you giving your, your fancy DFS picks and uh, winning a bunch of people money. But I am excited. I'm going to be talking about the Sunday... October 23rd slate, and we've got a couple different slates, actually, so I'm going to break this down a little bit different. We've got an early slate, which is two games on it, and then we have a full slate, which has uh, one, two, three, four, five games on it. So a, a early slate with just two games and a later slate and a main slate with five games. So I'm actually going to break both down for you to the best of my ability here and give you some plays, but... Um, I'm also going to give you some some thrive props at the end, so, so do hang in for that. And uh, you know, while I'm on the topic, let me just go ahead and uh, knock it out of here and let you guys know all about Thrive. It's actually a fantastic website where you can go ahead and lock in some player props uh, in their prop lobby uh, or play their their big uh, field tournaments here. Uh, so come on and prop up at Thrive Fantasy this season. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports and esports app for player props. Each prop is assigned a fantasy value for the over and under based on how likely it is to hit. That's for the tournaments here. And those are huge, man. You, you put in about 20 bucks and you can win about 1000 So uh, actually exactly 1000 and you put in exactly 20 I don't know why I said about because uh, those are exact numbers. Uh, but, hey, go use promo code ETHOS when you sign up at Thrive today. And you're going to receive a 10, 100% uh, instant first deposit match up to 250 bucks. So just go to Thrive.com. Uh, thrivefantasy.com and sign up thrivefantasy.com go ahead there go there and sign up um but yeah i'll give you those at the end here uh what we're going to focus on now is we're going to focus on DraftKings and dfs um looking at the early straight we've got early slate we've got the lakers against portland and we've got the hawks against the hornets uh, neither game really pops out as being preferential over the other. Again, you can always stack one of these games into a two-game slate, and maybe you luck out and one of them goes into overtime, and you get a little bit of bonus points there, and that puts you immediately ahead of a lot of other people in the field. Um, so you can stack. Stacking is always valid. Uh, I didn't find a whole lot of opportunities that I liked to stack in this game. Um, but I did have plenty of guys that I liked uh, as far as our pricing goes. I actually had more than, than fit in my lineup. So uh, quite a few that I like in the early slate. I actually had an easier time with the early slate, which is two games, than I did on the later slate. And I got to mention here, right off the bat, um, we'll, let's talk about – actually, let's talk about Portland and, and, and the Lakers here. Let's talk about who I like in that game. Um, I do like LeBron James at 9,800. I think you can definitely go with him as a pivot. A lot of people are going to be locking in Trey Young and DeJounte Murray, and we'll talk about that in a little bit here. Um, so one of those two guys is going to be in a lot of lineups. If you want to go with with LeBron James, which I'm going with in a large field GPP, I think he makes for a very outstanding pivot. And, uh, you know, if he does outscore those two guys, then bam, you're, you're immediately ahead of the pack. And he's only a little bit uh, more expensive. He's only 9,800 as opposed to Trey Young at 9,700, DeJounte Murray at 9,600. So uh, I think LeBron James is definitely in play. But 
We're just talking about my favorite plays from that Portland uh, and Lakers game. Uh, I got to go with uh, Josh Hart here. Josh Hart has to be on my list of, of uh, top plays here for Portland. Um, I think he's a guy that's going to be overlooked here. Um, he's sitting at about 5,600. Uh, just has a solid role with this Portland Trailblazers team, and of course he does. Uh, he contributes in every category. Uh, you know, Last game he had 10 points, 3 assists, 7 rebounds. Game before, 19 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists. So every single category, he's going to get somewhere between in the 30 to 35 range. He's a very safe guy at 5,600. So um, that's a guy that I really like on the Trailblazers. Um, but I think I have more interest on the Lakers side of the ball. I already mentioned LeBron James. Um, but there's another guy I want to point to here. And it's not who you're thinking. <laughs> I know. You're probably thinking I'm going to uh, talk about Lonnie Walker, which I will. I will talk about Lonnie Walker. But that's not the guy I'm locking in, actually. The guy I'm locking in on the earlier slate is Kendrick Nunn at 3,900. He went 0 for 7 from the field last game, which is absolutely dreadful, of course. We don't want that happening again. Um, but I think the Lakers really need some scoring out there. I think they need someone to stretch the floor. I think Kendrick Nunn is that guy. That first game, I loved what I saw to him uh, being able to stretch the floor and shoot the three ball. And I think that's something that he can bring to the table that, uh, you know, not everybody on that Lakers squad can do, obviously. He went three for six from the three-point line in game one. Game two, 0 for four, obviously, so not so great. But in that first game, he had uh, 21.75 D8 points, and he was at 3,000, the absolute rock-bottom pricing. Now he's at 3,900, a little bit more expensive. There's kind of limited options here on this slate for guys under 4,000. So um, I actually go with Kendrick Young. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to suggest that as a pivot uh, over Lonnie Walker. A lot of people are going to gravitate towards Lonnie Walker because of his just massive, giant performance in their last game. But here's the thing, guys. Lonnie Walker, if you've been following him at all in his career, he is an inconsistent scorer, to say the least. He is absolutely as inconsistent as they come. So it's really difficult for me to trust uh, Lonnie Walker. I don't know if I can here. Uh, I'm actually going to just do this pivot here and hope that it works out for me. Uh, if Lonnie Walker goes off for another 30 points, then great. He just doesn't contribute anywhere else besides points. He's a scorer, and that's it. He's got a kind of limited fantasy game. Uh, I like Lonnie Walker in real life, but for fantasy purposes, he's just kind of a one-trick pony. He's got those points, and if he's not his shot's not falling, then he falls off a cliff. So I'd rather take a stab at a guy like Kendrick Nunn, who's a little cheaper, and also uh, gives me a pivot. I mean, a lot of people aren't going to have him, so he's going to have low ownership. So that's what I'm suggesting here. That's really all I like in that in that Lakers game, though. Uh, Lakers Trailblazers game. I want to move on to the Charlotte Hornets and the Atlanta Hawks game, which has a lot more interest here. Obviously, it got to talk about Trey Young, DeJounte Murray. Either of these guys is totally valid. I already told you their prices, 9700 9600 I would gravitate towards DeJounte Murray as a safer bet. I think if you're going to go with these guys, they're both going to be very high ownership. I would probably prefer the safer bet at DeJounte Murray at 9600 Um, Just a guy, you know, again, a guy that can contribute in multiple categories. He's going to get steals. He's going to get assists. Um, not to say that Trey Young can't get those things, but Trey Young is pretty dependent on his shot falling and getting those points. If he has a bad shooting day, uh, you know, he's got a lower floor than what DeJounte Murray has if he has a bad shooting night. So... I would rather go with DeJounte Murray at 9,600 as my top Hawks option. But my top play of the entire early slate uh, has to be a pretty simple one. I've got to be not an idiot here and say it's got to be Dennis Smith Jr. Uh, you know, Terry Rozier is going to be out. Um, so 
the Charlotte Hornets are going to be looking for somebody at point guard. They're going to be looking for plenty of usage that's going to, just going to trickle down to everybody else on the squad. But Dennis Smith Jr. should get the nod to start at point guard for the Charlotte Hornets, and he's only 5,400. Um, this guy's put up uh, somewhere around, let me see here, 22, oh, 25, and 29 fantasy points. And he's been pretty uh pretty much priced at this he's been he was 5300 then he actually dropped to 5100 for whatever reason uh obviously he shot really well in his first two games you can't really expect that but uh if he's going to get 30 to 35 minutes which he very well could here he's going to put up uh, probably a lot of points and assists with a smattering of, of of some defensive stats too so yeah, lock this guy in. Dennis Smith Jr., 5,400. I absolutely think you have to. He's going to have really high ownership. It's going to be sky high. Uh, but you just kind of have to eat this chalk, I think. Um, moving on, we've got Gordon Hayward. And same reasons uh, that I'm playing Dennis Smith Jr., I'm playing Gordon Hayward. Uh, Gordon Hayward is priced at, I'm um, looking at not the right thing here, 6,300. So 6,300 for Gordon Hayward. It's a little bit of a price bump from the last time we played him, but... Uh, again, Terry Notary Rozier, as long as Gordon Hayward is healthy, he's a walking bucket. He's just he's just gonna score. Um very talented score, uh, pardon me. And um, you know, I, I think you have to take him. Uh, again, this is probably gonna be a chalk play, uh, but it's it's a good kind of chalk that you can eat. If you want a tournament pivot, and I think it's smart to do that, um, you know, you don't wanna you don't wanna have a million pivots in your lineup, so don't pivot every single thing. But if you want to pivot here, uh, you can pivot from Gordon Hayward to Kelly Oubre Jr., who's at 5700 A little cheaper option, uh, about $600 cheaper. Uh, you know, if Gordon Hayward uh, has a horrible game, which is always possible, uh, Kelly Oubre has a pretty safe floor here. Um, he scored uh, anywhere between about 24 and 28 uh, fantasy points in his first two games here. So, uh, again, more usage is going to trickle down without Terry Rozier. So... Very easily could hit that three thirty or so fantasy mark. Um, so you know you're talking about like Josh Hart or Kelly Oubre. Uh, I think you could roster both of those guys, but uh, those are kind of some filler. That's they're not going to hit six K value, but they're pretty safe to hit like four to five K. Uh, hopefully towards the five K there. Um, and that I think is going to do it for. Oh no, a couple more. Sorry, uh, I do also. I do also like Anyeka and Kongu uh, at the center position, forty one hundred. A lot of people are going to fade him after last game's dud, so that's good. That's let's let's utilize that. He's the future starter in Atlanta. Um, he only saw five fewer minutes than this first game in the last one, so uh, I'm not concerned. Uh, he's going to produce. And this is a really good spot for him to produce against a Hornets team that doesn't really have a center. So uh, I like Anyeka and Kagwa at 4,100. If you want to have a pivot from him, uh, so you're going to go with all the other chalk, you're going to go with Gordon Hayward, you're going to go with Dennis Smith Jr., but you want to make your lineup unique. Uh, you could also lock in Nick Richards. And I just mentioned two other Hornets, so if you're going to stack Hornets, you probably want to come back with a, with a Hawk, uh, either Trey Young or, or DeJounte Murray. But uh, Nick Richards, center position, uh, 3,800. He's, uh, again, just a pivot for Anyeka Nkongwu. Uh, if you, he's a little bit cheaper, um, which really doesn't matter all that much, but he is going to be somebody that's probably not going to have very high ownership. He didn't put up impressive numbers in the last one, but he got actually more minutes than the first game, which is really encouraging to see. Uh, he's clearly the guy behind Plumlee over there in uh, Charlotte. So, uh, you know, fade Mark Williams for now. Uh, Mark Williams will eventually get his, his, his shining moment, but for now it looks like Nick Richards is locked into those minutes. So. That's it for the early slate, guys. That is uh, going to do it for the early slate. I'm going to move on now to the main slate, which, again, is uh, five games here. 
But before they do that, I want to go ahead and just plug the uh, Fantasy Pass over here at Sports Ethos. So you guys should go get it. Like, no, no joke. Um, plenty of you know pros in there answering questions in our forums. Uh, you only get access to that with the Fantasy Pass. Um, DFS Pass, you guys should go get that also. That's also available at sportsethos.com. Uh, $4.99, you guys get to access all the, the pros for DFS and ask us any questions you guys might have. Uh, and then we've got the Sports, Sports Ethos 360 package, which has it all. Uh, and that's really, I mean, if you're a DFS player, fantasy player, uh, you bet sports, that's that's all included, all of it. And it's a really, really, really inexpensive option here. So head over to sportsethos.com and, and snag those up. And, uh, you know, some Keith sent you. Maybe I'll get a raise. <laughs> but, uh, okay, move, main slate, moving on. I'm just going to give you – I don't think there's any games in this slate that I want to target aggressively. Um, and by that I mean there's not really a game that I'm looking at that I'd like to see. I think the game that I like the most – on this slate is probably Utah and the Pelicans. Uh, Utah Jazz, New Orleans Pelicans. And so let's let's head to that game. Uh, let's see who I like in that game. Uh, I absolutely my my probably my favorite play on this slate is Jared Vanderbilt forty eight hundred. Uh, guy that struggled with foul trouble the first two games, and you know hopefully he can get out of that and just play for once and not get in foul trouble. But he's still put up between 24 and 34 fantasy points in his first two games. He's only priced at 4,800. It's criminal. Lock this guy in. Just, there you go. Lock this guy in. Start there. Like, that's the first play you should put on your, on your slate here. Uh, qualifies for power forward and center, which is nice, too. You can play in the center if you need him, too. I like to run it back with, with Jonas Valanciunas. Um, 7,300, I think, is a little bit underpriced for Jonas uh, in this matchup here. And he just had a big game. But I'm not fading him. I think the Pelicans need him to have big games. And I know, I think Jackson Hayes is also injured, uh, if I remember correctly. Let me see here. Yeah, he's um, dealing with a sore elbow. So he's questionable. But even if he wasn't, I still like Jonas. Um, but my other favorite play, Jonas is kind of just filler. That's a, that was just kind of a side note. My one play that I will definitely suggest is Jared Vanderbilt. Um, but my other play that I will suggest definitely is Walker Kessler. Uh, another Utah jazz guy still criminally underpriced. He's 4,500. This is a guy that can put up double, a double, double in like 20 minutes. Um, he went 12 and 10 in his first game. Uh, he put up four blocks in the second game. So just, he's going to have stat production across the board. He puts up, it's a per, per minute monster type deal. He had 24 minutes in the first game, 18 in the second. So we're going to hope that he has close to that 24 minute mark here. Uh, against the, the New Orleans Pelicans, and they very well might. You know, they've got Zion Williamson. They've got uh, Jonas Valanciunas. So um, this is maybe a guy that they can play 25 minutes or so. And if he does that, he's going to hit that value, just 4,500 Walker Kessler. So um, I'm not going to say lock him in. If you're feeling it, lock him in. If you're not feeling it, then, uh, you know, you can fade Walker Kessler. You don't need to play him. But that is my second favorite play in that game. My favorite priced up guy on the slate, and there's not really, again, not really another game on this slate that I'm like targeting heavily. Um, nothing really stands out to me. I know the Clippers are on a, a second half of a back to back, as are the Kings. So I'm not like entirely fading those guys, but I'm looking right now. I don't think I have any of them in my lineups. Paul George has had an incredible game, but Kawhi was sitting. Uh, he'll be back in this one most likely. He's not going to play back to backs. 
the Kings, um, tough game. I mean, they had a, just had a tough loss. Uh, I do have some interest in Keegan Murray, just in general. I think he's just incredible. Uh, fantastic first game for him, so congratulations to Sarah Rookie. I believe he's priced at 5400 uh, I guess let me double-check that. I do have the information in front of me, so I might as well double-check it, shouldn't I? Um, Keegan Murray is priced at 5400 yes. And so I do have some interest there. Um, but I just don't know how competitive the Kings on a the second half of a back-to-back -back are going to be against the Warriors. And then if things got a hand, I don't know who plays on the Kings. The Kings have playoff intentions this season. So they're going to want to keep their starters healthy. So I, I would guess that Keegan Murray probably doesn't play. I just want to get into that guessing game. So um, one game I might fade here is... I, well, there's a couple of games, actually. Um, let me get to the totals here, game totals. And I'm not fading any game completely, um, but some games, if you do want to fade some, I think the Wizards and Cavaliers only has a game total of 217. Uh, Cavs are also on a back-to-back, -back, second half of a back-to-back. -back. Uh, Wizards are just uh, the Wizards. I mean, the, the Wizards are a good defensive team this season. Um, I know, you know Michael Fiddle said that in our wagering division, and I definitely agree with that for watching my Bulls play them. They're an improved defensive team, and obviously the Cavs are a pretty, a pretty good defensive team, and it's just not good for what we want to do here in DFS. The other one that you could potentially fade is the Clippers and Suns. I don't, I mean, I, know, I think Kawhi's going to play in this one, and so that just kills a lot of the value on the Clippers' side. The Suns, well, let's get to the Suns. I actually, I'm not fading it entirely. There's a guy I do like in the Suns. I love, I love Devin Booker. Uh, he's only priced at 9100 which I just think I think that's too low. I think you know it's been proven so far this season that the, the Suns are playing a lot better basketball when Chris Paul's off the floor. And if that's the case, then you know Devin Booker is that guy that's going to get that usage, going to get the ball in his hands a whole lot. So um, I love Devin Booker, ninety one hundred. He's probably he is my favorite spend up option on this slate. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'm not playing anyone else in that game. Um, I like Jordan Poole at fifty nine hundred. I'm going to throw him out there. Uh, he's struggled first couple games in basketball. But even so, he's putting up pretty pretty decent DFS lines. And just 5900 for him um, just feels too low. This is the Kings, again, in the second half of a back-to-back. -back. If it's looking like, um, you know, the Warriors are going to blow the Kings out, I wouldn't wouldn't uh, surprise me at all to see Jordan Poole stay in for a few more minutes over Clay Thompson. They're going to extend that rest for Clay Thompson. So, um, I absolutely love Karis Levert on the slate at fifty eight hundred. I played him t tonight. I'm recording obviously the night before, so I played him in, in my lineups tonight, and he just went off against my Bulls, of course. But um, if Darius Garland is going to miss this game against the Wizards, I would consider Karis Levert at fifty eight hundred basically a lock. I'm not going to say he's not as much of a lock. As like Jared Vanderbilt for me, but but he's basically locking at fifty eight hundred. Don't see how you fade him. Um, just gonna have the ball in his hands a whole lot without Darius Garland there. So, um, another uh, second favorite spend up option here, and this is a guy again on a back to back. But I just think um, so. I like I like Shea Gildas Alexander eighty seven hundred uh, Oklahoma City Thunder playing the Minnesota Timberwolves. This guy just cooked this team. 
just uh, what, uh, three, four, five days ago. It was on the 19th, so five days before the game is going to play. Just cooked this team for 57 DK points. He's only priced at 8,700. That's insane. He's on the second half of a back-to-back. So you got to keep your eye on the news. I mean, maybe they're going to sit him. Like, that's always possible. Maybe he's going to be... You'll get some kind of, you know, uh, some kind of hint that they're going to limit the minutes of the starters. Maybe. I don't see that happening. I don't really think the Thunder are tanking in the way that, like, people think they're tanking. I think the Thunder are playing competitive basketball, and they're going to do that for the first half of the season. Then they're going to send everybody in tank. That's what they've done in the past. So I think SGA, as long as he's healthy, going to play his full boatload of minutes, going to play 35 to 38 minutes, and um, just cook this team. I mean, he's, he's just the engine that runs that Thunder uh, offense. So I like him 8,700. Um, who have I talked about here? Oh, that's really it, guys. I mean, like, like I said, this main slate is more difficult to build for than than the two game slate, in my opinion. And reason being that a lot of these guys that I want to play are priced up just enough that like I can't fit them all in. Like there are, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven guys here uh, between seven thousand and eighty-five hundred. I'd love to play any of them, really. But, um, but yeah, I just and if you go to the six thousands, there's like you know ten to twelve more. So, just a lot of guys in that range that you know I I would love to play, but you can only play so many. And um, so that's what I like. That's it. <laughs> uh, let me give you guys the Thrive plays, which I uh, shouldn't forget to do. Um, I also am planning, I did have some FanDuel plays actually for you last show I did, and I just totally spaced and forgot to do that, so my bad. Um, but either way, I'm going to try to get you some FanDuel plays when I get a chance to look at that. I didn't get a chance tonight, unfortunately. Um, but I do have some Thrive plays for you. There's no prop lobby yet, but they do have their their giant field uh, that I talk, was talking about before, uh, tournaments up. So uh, I like Harrison Barnes less than 18.5 points plus rebounds, and you get 105 points in that in that tournament. So, um, so like, the baseline's 100 points, so, you know, if, it, if they think it's about a 50-50 shot, they'll set the thing at 100 points each side, so under, over, you get 100 points each side. So you're getting a little bit more than 50-50 here, 105 uh, for this play, and... Um, yeah, I think, you know, Harrison Barnes, uh, you know, 18.5 points and rebounds. I think this is not taking into consideration that Keegan Murray is playing and healthy. And I expect, fully expect Keegan Murray to play tomorrow night. Um, so, you know, that being said, Harrison Barnes has his opportunities limited because Keegan Murray is just a stud. And if you watched him play at all during the, the preseason or, or summer league or that first game, you know what I'm talking about. So, uh, yeah, I'm taking Harrison Barnes. Uh, unders. I'm probably going to look at those unders too on all my sports books. Another one, Chris Paul, less than under 15.5 points, and that's at nine. You get 90 points for that. So even the even Thrive is saying, you know, this is probably likely going to happen. But I think it's it's enough to be a lock here. Um, again, Chris Paul just struggling to start the season. Uh, even if he's not struggling, what he does is is not typically score the basketball. And I just think people, you know, it might be something that's overlooked by the field. I think this is something where um, 
people are have a hard time fading Chris Paul. But I think the priority for the Suns is to keep Chris Paul healthy for the playoffs. So it's a tough, uh, it's a tough Clippers squad. Uh, you know they're on a back to back, but their defense is really, really good. So I'm not really too concerned about them. I think they'll be just fine, and they'll make this competitive enough that you know it's not going to be a blowout. So Chris Paul might get his full minutes, but I still think he's going to go under 15.5 points. So those are two thrive plays I like in that tournament. Hopefully those both hit for you guys. Hopefully you know we get you guys some good uh, good stuff there. But that is going to do it for me tonight and today. I hope you guys have a good one. Uh, I am Keith Cork. You can find me on Twitter at, at @bsbpkeith at @bsbpkeith, and of course, go follow at Sports Ethos too while you're there. Um, but yeah, uh, if you are again looking to join the DFS team, just reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, hey, go get that money.